Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. Okay. Okay. All right. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about weeding out the root of fear. Oh man, I am so pumped because fear is rampant these days, my friend, and it sucks. So... (laughs) This is this is how I feel about it, apparently. Um, so we are going to get into talking about how to do that. And today is a fun one. Today's a fun one because I am going to be reading um, a couple of pages out of my book, Back to Happy. Um, if you don't already have it, it's How to Conquer Life's Hurdles and Get Back to Happy. It's a really awesome book. Um, it has journaling sp- places in it, um, all the good things you can actually write in it. There's reflective questions. Anyway, if you want, um, if you end up liking what you hear, you can grab this book at www.simplyolly.com slash books. Again, it's called Back to Happy and it is available on Amazon. It is available um, digitally. Hello. And it's also available through, um, another app. Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of the name? But basically if you don't want to shop Amazon, um, it is a website that actually gives back to local bookshops when you purchase through them, which is super duper cool. Um, literally forget. Oh wait, got it. I got it. This is, (laughs) I think it's bookshop.org. I think is what it's called. Anyway, the link for it is still at the same um, shop place that I told you to go on my website. Go, just go. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Okay, let's <laughs> let's get into this free book. <laughs> now that I've just tuckered myself out, um, you're gonna hear the pages flipping. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, now that I've just tuckered myself out, saying all of that, um, and frantically looking for the thing. The website. Goodness. Okay, so I am going to read you. <laughs> well, and we'll have a little chatsies afterwards. I'm going to read you a couple pages from the um, chapter called F Fear. And it's, you know, it's it's F as in not the not the kind, but as what I tell my kids, the, the adult word. <laughs> so it's bleeped out in my book, but it is the chapter called F Fear. Um, and it is the section on how fear disguises itself. That's what we're going to read first. And then dissecting our fear, which sounds super gross, but it's really great. <laughs> okay. As always, I like to give the little warning up front that um, I'm not the best at reading my own books. So if I mess up... <laughs> I don't care. Uh, And hang in there with me. (laughs) That would be great. Thanks. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and dive on in. (sighs) As if fear itself isn't uncomfortable enough, let's go ahead and dive into how fear actually disguises itself as other things we're more familiar with. Have you ever found yourself stressed or dealing with anxiety attacks, angry, sad, or unmotivated, overworking or overperforming, saying things like, I could never do that, or I'm not that kind of person. 
chances are you're familiar with more than one of those. These are some of the ways that we like to look at fear because we might not recognize what it is we're actually afraid of, or we aren't willing to admit it and do something about it yet. I used to be all five of these a good majority of the time. Once I started pointing a flashlight on the deep, dark fear driving those reactions and working and worked on breaking through them, that was when I started moving forward in my life. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> my voice just starts going out when I read apparently. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, so I was having anxiety attacks out of fear that I would never be able to control my own emotions. I was lashing out and angry because I was scared that if I looked as vulnerable as I felt, people would make fun of me. My depression was fueled by the fear that I wasn't and would never be good enough or smart enough. I overworked myself out of fear that if I didn't put 120% in all the time as a mother and business owner, I would fail and let someone down. I told myself and others my entire life I, would ne I could never be a teacher because I don't know enough and there's always more to learn. I was afraid of trying to position myself as someone who was smart and having someone call me out as stupid. I stayed in an unhealthy oh my goodness I stayed in an unhealthy relationship because I was afraid to let go of all of the effort I had put into obtaining it. I want to challenge you to start to dig into those types of emotions and see if you can find what fear they are truly hiding. Okay, I'm going to pause for a second before I read you the next page because I feel like this is a great chance to kind of talk about this for a smidgel, okay? So Chances are, especially if you're listening to this podcast, especially if you're dealing with bipolar anxiety and depression, you you can relate. Like you can you can see those things and you're like, and maybe, maybe again, maybe you don't know what those fears are. Um, but these are really great great. These are really great questions to ask. Um, and really good things to reflect on. And they can feel scary. I get it. They can feel scary to to reflect on and to and to dive deeper into, but Here's the truth. Once we go in there and we start to pick it apart and we start to um, educate ourselves on why we feel the way we feel, it can be incredibly liberating and bring light to things that we can then allow ourselves to let go of. And that's a really cool thing to do because then you're not just putting a Band-Aid um, on something that doesn't you know, like needs either more healing or doesn't need perpetual band-aids. I think the, exa the example I used with one of my students um, in my program, Beat the Bad, we were having our reflect and connect call. We do a few of those every month and we all just get together and chat. And and the, the analogy that I used was it was like putting a band-aid on a bullet wound. And when you go in and find the fear of things, you actually get to pull out the bullet and then you know, put the put the bandage on, if you will, and then it's going to allow itself to actually heal. And it's not just going to keep festering and being painful. So, you know, even if it's things like stress, you know, we can do things to kind of cope with our stress. That's great. Um, and a lot of times those like reasons why will come up eventually. Um, they just will. But it's kind of great to go in and, and just question it because chances are you might not have done that or you're intentionally avoiding it. And you'll pull something out that's surprising, um, that's interesting. So, you know, the the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I feel like oh, with certain um, things happening in the world right now, especially, 
um, you know, our, our day-to-day life plays very much into our mental health. Uh, and that's why it's, it's valuable to look into these things. <sighs> so this is something where, you know, if, if you get the book, I challenge you to kind of sit down and just write out um, things that you're feeling and then where you feel like those might be stemming from. Um, and maybe it's that, you know, you're, I'm going to go, I'm going to go COVID references because I feel like that's just where we're at right now. <laughs> and, and it, you know, it's something that I think we can all kind of relate to in a way. So if you're feeling um, fears, and I'm not going to label how those might show up for you, um, you know, they, you, you can probably figure that out. But, um, you know, if you're feeling fears around if like if there's a stay at home order and that's um, setting you off or or shutting you down. Right. Um, if there's a fear around whatever it may be, like maybe, you know, like I said, stay at home order or somebody um, you love contracting covid or even a fear of death, if that makes you uncomfortable, it's a really great invitation to go in and just through a journal or through a voice note or through a conversation with someone you trust, like asking these questions and being like, why? Why does that make me angry? Why does that make me tense? And maybe it's, well, I don't want to lose the freedoms that I'm feeling. I don't want to lose being able to connect with people in person. So are we scared of loneliness? Is the fear loss? Is the fear being alone? Um is the fear um, not wanting to be by yourself, like being with your own thoughts. It's just kind of you get to go down this rabbit hole. And then when you get down that rabbit hole, you get to figure out how to nurture yourself. Um, You know, how can I, okay, how can I love myself? Like, you can basically kind of take the stance of if somebody else came to me with these fears, how might I comfort them? How might I support them? Um, And being able to do that for yourself and not, um, you know, brushing it off as rational or irrational or yada, yada, yada. Every fear fear is rational. If you're feeling it, that's how I feel about it. Um, so yeah, that is, that is something, something to do. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and read dissecting our fear, which I kind of already talked about, but like, (laughs) um, there's, there's, I'll read you a little bit. And then there's the journal prompts. And again, if you go and purchase the book, you'll have these journal prompts right in front of you, um, and be able to like write in the sections or write down in your own journal, uh, your answers to help you out. Mine are literally written in the version that I'm (laughs) the, the copy of the book I'm holding right now. Yes, I do my own stuff. You're welcome. Okay, so dissecting our fear. I'm going to go ahead and read now. More often than not, we leave our fear as it is, something we're just afraid of or something we just choose to not acknowledge. Today is where all of that stops. Whether it's something that feels little, trying a new food, we might not like it, or something that feels big, switching to an all-vegan diet, we might not make it, right? Dissecting what we're avoiding doesn't mean that we're going to uncover a bunch of reasons to beat ourselves up about it. We all feel fear, and what separates us from those people who seem fearless is that those people see their fear for what it is. They feel that uncomfortable feeling, and then they choose to move through it anyway for the greater good of themselves. What's on the other side of is pretty incredible. It's freedom. So here are some questions to ask yourself so that you can start dissecting down to those fears. Think about where you feel stuck or out of control and ask, does this remind me of the past? If yes, what specifically and will I be leaving that behind or repeating it? 
Do I feel less than because of this? And why? Is this a way for me to hold myself back because where I'm at is what I'm used to? If yes, what do I fear might come up if I did this differently? Am I feeling this way because I can't predict a positive outcome? If yes, what could I learn from failing? And you could even switch it away from failing and just say, you know, not getting the positive outcome. Is this feeling stemming from how I think someone else might react and why? When we can truly understand what might be fueling our mindset, we can let go and move forward. All right, that is all of the bits I'm going to read. But again, this is something to dive deeper with, to reflect on. We're taught so much to avoid our fears and to avoid what makes us feel uncomfortable because I don't know why. I'm going to say because I don't know the because. Um, We've just been kind of taught that and conditioned that when really there is massive value in just staring at them head on, feeling that that pain or whatever, that discomfort for for a moment. But no, you will come out of it if you go in with the intention to problem solve, to be constructive, to be supportive, to be empathetic towards yourself, right? You're going in with that positive intention, not just unearthing fears for the sake of unearthing them and being like, yep, I'm scared of all this crap. Let me make a list and tell everyone about it. That's not what we're doing. Um, But really, when you can weed out the root of that fear, it's less likely to strike you down on a frequent basis, if that makes sense. It's kind of like triggers in that sense. Um, if, if Especially if you're dealing with the bad, then you, you know, you understand that like things can be triggering, things can trigger you, things outside of you, uh, your own self, like there can be these triggers. And so the go-to typically is to then avoid the trigger. Again, that's the band-aid solution, rather than being like, let me fully experience the trigger and help myself navigate it. Now, if you don't feel comfortable doing that yourself, this is why it's valuable to get support. Um, And if that's, you know, whether that's a friend, whether that's my program, Beat the Bad, whether for you, if that's a therapist, I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? Um, You know, if you don't feel safe doing it by yourself, I'm not saying like, suck it up and do it anyway. But like, you know, find that support then. Um, There are definitely options out there for you. Um, And yeah, and if you feel like, okay, I want to explore this, then I encourage you to, to try it yourself because some it, it, it surprise you. It'll surprise you. And especially if you have some reflective prompts that somebody's given you um, and you can kind of start there and then go deeper on your own and kind of ask why, well, why, well, why? <laughs> um, it helps you. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. Um, and then again, you kind of understand why you have those reactions and where they're stemming from. And then if they happen, you can address the root of the fear rather than just trying to address um, the the like reaction that you're having. Um, and that'll help it dissolve a lot quicker. So huh, that was it for this episode. Um, if you like this episode, spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also find my books and free tools at www.simplyolly.com and stick around after the end of the show to learn more about my program, Beat the Bad. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.
Before we go, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy, and therapy just felt like more of a guessing game about my past than trying to help me navigate the present. Through my 20 years of combined firsthand experience with the bad, overcoming the trifecta of mental illness myself and coaching others through how to do it, I've learned that we are more capable of helping ourselves than society gives us credit for. We can live life, make massive positive change and discover answers within ourselves that we didn't even know we had. I freed myself from the bad all while finishing college, becoming a wife and mother of two daughters, buying a home and starting a business. Nothing had to pause. I simply kept progressing with life while making progress with my mental health. If you're ready to do the work, my program Beat the Bad is here to help. I'll take you through the self-empowered path, focusing on self-love, self-control, and self-ownership so you can build up your mental BLT, that's belief, love, and trust in yourself. And we're all about three key things over here. One, no overwhelm. The modules unlock when you're ready to move forward. There's nine easy videos, basically like podcast episodes, along with frameworks and journal prompts to help you put what you learn into action. Two, making sure you have support. Through encouragement, connection, and advice from me and other students in our safe community, weekly motivational emails from me, along with optional one-on-one support if you need it. And most importantly, three, lifetime access. You'll always have Beat the Bad to rely on with the program materials, support tools, our private community, and any upgrades the program goes through in the future. I promise you can learn how to support yourself and have a community of people who support you simply because they care. This program prioritizes being inclusive, affordable, and always available to those who need it. Hope to have you as part of our Beat the Bad family soon. Go to www.simplyolly.com/btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes.